Hey everyone, so Star Wars The Bad Batch Season 1 just finished airing on Disney Plus a couple of days ago with its season finale. It's been releasing weekly for like 14 or 15 weeks now. I believe they released the first two episodes together. There are 16 total episodes in Season 1. The show's actually just been renewed for a Season 2. So anyways, so if you haven't seen the season, I will be diving into spoilers. It's a season-long review. I wasn't really interested in doing episode reviews because with the nature of this show and some of my problems which arose from that, it's a very episodic show. And it just wasn't quite as interesting to talk about in terms of how, it, how each episode led to the season-long story because it was nearly non-existent. And a lot of problems came out of that for me, and I'll get into that in a bit. But yes, spoiler warning, if you haven't seen season one of Star Wars The Bad Batch, you can go see it now on Disney Plus if you're interested. Or if you just want my final thoughts on the show, like my overall thoughts, just skip to the end where my final verdict, my grade, and my recommendation for if you should see it because I probably won't discuss spoilers in that section. With that said, let's get started. Starting right off, firstly, as as with something which is a constant in these, you know, in like these, you know, Rebel Rebels or Clone Wars or Bad Batch shows, the voice acting for the most part is very good. Firstly, with D. Bradley Baker as uh, each of the Bad Batch members, he's great as pretty at pretty much all of them. Echo Hunter, Crosshair, Wrecker, and it just just the entire and Tech, the entire team. He portrays him differently, and he's by far one of the standouts and what keeps a lot of the episodes going. And there is some fun banter between the characters, but mainly he manages to make each character distinct, which I think is amazing that he's able to do. Something that in Clone Wars isn't quite as noticeable, but in here, meaning that there are, since there are the main stars of the show, you can definitely feel that, and he does a great job. And continuing on that, from Clone Wars, the animation here improved massively it's a massive step up step up from the first couple scenes of clone wars i was actually never a big fan of the animation style of clone wars but here with this better quality it does still look really good and i really have to give them props for that and also this show did actually for me start off surprisingly really good especially with like the 70 minute premiere i actually got really invested in the story of the bad batch and i was interested to seeing where it was going you know in the in the coming season and I really like that 70-minute premiere because, again, there was just so much in it I didn't expect. It had, like, this long, sprawling story. It got me to care about the characters when the first couple episodes treated them a bit more distant, in my opinion. It really got me to care about the characters and made me really excited to see the rest of the season. And that's pretty much, the, like, the main positives I have. Actually, another thing that I almost forgot to mention, I also really like Kevin Kiner's score for the show. It's still on point, just like it was in Clone Wars. He's never... Again, the score in Star Wars movies, although some of them aren't good. In Star Wars movies or shows, the score is something that I think is never lacking. And the score in this show is fantastic. Kevin Conner does a great job following up his work from Clone Wars. With that said, now let's move on to the negatives I had for the season. And unfortunately for me, this season was a, was a really big mixed bag. Maybe even leaning more onto the negative side for me personally, because... I was already skeptical going into the show, and I don't think by the end of it, they managed to get me fully on board. The first episode got me on board, but slowly I started dropping off of it again. And I think that this season was pretty... My main problem was that it was just so forgettable. I, there was almost nothing memorable from this. I'll come back to this at the end, but this season was one of the, one of the blandest seasons of Star Wars TV, even animation Star Wars TV ever. 
It was very repetitive. It's just the same old missions. It was really meandering. You could feel like the template of these episodes and every single arc, even like this season didn't even have too many massive arcs. Each There were a few arcs in here, but they were only like two episodes each. Most of the episodes were just one episode stories and they were just being squished into the formula. Even the arcs, which take place over two episodes, is a little hard, hard to notice. Like the arc on Ryloth with, with uh, Hera showing up, which was cool, but her character felt kind of off compared to Rebels. And I really like her character in Rebels. That was really disappointing. And the formula was just used in every episode and it got really repetitive and the season was just going nowhere and by like episode 13 i was like just i was just i was just not sold and i was just the season was going absolutely nowhere and it was just going around to these different planets and i get it it's a first season but when your individual storylines for each episode aren't compelling and aren't new i just don't get on board with the show and i Unfortunately, I'm not really looking forward to the next season at all because of that. Also to me, this show just didn't have the same gritty feeling and vibe that the later seasons of Clone Wars had. Seeing that the later seasons of Clone Wars had this like darkness to them and had like the guts to do these really dark and really like also like mythical arcs for some of the villains, like especially when it came to Darth Maul and some of the things they did in the later seasons, even with Obi-Wan and you know like Mandalore and it was just really good stuff and I feel like they would have learned from that and tried to carry some of that onto the show like the gritty and dark nature of that show and bring some of those elements here but this show to me targeted a much younger audience than Clone Wars did even though Clone Wars was basically still a kids show this show felt even more like you know targeted at that audience when I would have liked it to be you know target like a wider group of of fans, and that would have made a lot of people, I feel like, remember the show, like Clone Wars is being remembered now, which is this really good Star Wars show that in some way validated the prequels, at least the later seasons. The first couple seasons of Clone Wars, pretty much all the issues I have with this season come over from those, which is really disappointing, because I feel like they would have learned from the later seasons of Clone Wars. And this season at points, again, felt like it was just standing still, going nowhere, and to, to kind of like try to distract the audience from that. I felt like at points they decided to bring back characters. In particular with Captain Rex and again Hera. They brought those two characters back and I feel like both of them were wasted into like really small supporting roles. Which for Rex it makes sense. I mean sorry, for Hera it makes sense, but for Rex, I would have liked to see him actually join the team on a few missions and he would have brought a new presence to the show. That I think would have worked, but he's almost completely wasted here. Now this season, again, this is like major spoiler territory now, but this season brings back Cad Bane. Obviously, we thought he died in Clone Wars, but he does return in this, in, I believe, Episode 8. And that small section we had in the show, while I was intrigued because I really love Cad Bane, and I was so happy to see him back, again, he just felt so underpowered and so underused that I just... And he was used for nothing more than a bunch of action sequences that I was really disappointed by his inclusion in here, it just, I didn't, I just, it, I just didn't, again, didn't get that same feeling of, of, from him I had in Clone Wars, because I felt this show was a lot lighter in tone than Clone Wars, which personally, I don't really like. And the last thing I want to go over is that this season, to try and give it a bit more of a heart and soul at the center of it, and try to make the audience care for these characters, adds in the character of Omega, who is a character that, basically by the end of the season, revealed that is also 
technically part of Polar Force 99 and came from the same genetics or whatever and was made, you know, the same as each of the members of the Bad Batch. And to me, her character, while I don't want to say went on an, went to the level of being annoying the entire time, although there were absolutely see, moments in the season that I was annoyed with her character, she just was going through the same beats with her character every single episode, especially over like the last six episodes. I felt like her character was being used the exact same way, and the way that she was interacting with our Bad Batch members and trying to convince him to do things, it got so repetitive and just so unnecessarily annoying from her character, and it made her character really unlikable in the last couple of, of episodes, at least for me personally. I know that not everyone might feel this strongly, but I just, by the last couple of episodes, I felt her inclusion definitely dragged down the show for me, and I think I would. I really wanted to like this character from the first episode, and for the first couple of episodes, I was fine with it, and I liked that the show kind of had a moral center and heart, by the end of the episode, it just got so repetitive that I didn't think her inclusion added all that much, unfortunately. So I do have a lot of problems with this first season. And with that said, let's get into my final thoughts. So before I get to my final thoughts, as always, if you like Star Wars, if you enjoyed this review, if you like The Bad Batch, which I unfortunately can't really say that I did, make sure to follow my podcast for more episodes and episodes on Star Wars movies or shows, as well as sharing this episode with your friends if you enjoyed listening to this review. With that said, if you didn't want to hear any spoilers, and you're now coming back to this review just to hear the final verdict, let's get started with my final thoughts. Overall, Star Wars The Bad Batch Season 1 just did not work for a large majority of it for me. Dee Bradley Baker, Baker is still on point of these characters. Kevin Kiner's score for these shows is still on point, and the animation is much better than it ever was in Clone Wars. But this season was very repetitive, really bland, and instantly forgettable because of its meandering nature. And this season just didn't have the grit as well as heart and soul that I felt with any of the animated Star Wars show we've, we've had. That is incredibly disappointing because th this season actually showed quite a bit of potential early on. I'm going to give Star Wars The Bad Batch Season 1 a C-. And unfortunately, no matter really what level of Star Wars fan you are, I'm going to have to tell you to skip this show, unfortunately, at least as of this first season. With that said, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll catch you all next time. Bye-bye.